Are those cicadas in the background? Yes, they are. Sorry wow. about that. No, I, I think it's a, it'll be a great... I'm sure you uh, can edit ambience. them out. Oh, I can, but you're editing this week. So. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you. I didn't say I could. I don't know how. <laughs> um, I'll just, I'll no, just pop on a cicada filter. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> there you go. You've been listening... Oh, no, no. No, you haven't been listening yet. You... You guys probably got real excited. You're like, oh, finally, it's over. Oh, man, it's it over at the beginning. It hasn't even started yet. It's Sucks over. to be you. You've been li- God damn it. Jeez. What the hell, no, man? Go away. Go away. I'm nearly done. Maybe go I should away. host this go one. Go away. Take the dog out of here. <laughs> Take the Tilo. Take, remove hey, the Tilo. dog from my Hi, recording Tilo. studio. Hi, Tilo. Tilo. This is serious. This is my job. I get. This is how we put money on the table. <laughs> Chris, maybe we should have the dog on the show. Yeah, we'll, we'll have him on for a, a week that involves Odie. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so we'll take that one more time. You take that again. You're listening to being Jim Davis for you, the listener. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. John, today is Saturday, the 30th of June, 1979. We are looking at the 377th ever Garfield. Presumably a reference to the Talking Heads album, 77. Or, or uh, album. Airport 77. Air, could be to Airport 77, that's true. Yeah. Uh, which, which, uh, yeah, was out by this point. I think 77 was the name of a Talking Heads album. I'll look it up later. I'll li- in fact, I'll look it up while you're telling me, John, what happens in today's Garfield? Chris, in today's Garfield, a rice patty in Hong Kong? What the actual fuck is John Arbuckle talking about? A rice patty in Hong fucking Kong? What does that even mean? John, 77 was definitely the name of a Talking Heads album. In fact, it was their debut, which was released September 16th, 1977. Got some great, great tracks on there, John, including their one of, one of their best ever, the classic song, Psycho Killer. Mm. Excellent, and excellent. Chris, everybody, everybody loves that song. Am I right? And I can confirm that the third installment in the airport uh, series was was definitely called Airport 77 with an apostrophe. And it uh, did indeed come out in 1977. And that was also not a comedy, right? I mean, It's different from the airplane series. I don't know. I mean, George Kennedy's in it, so I don't know. One of my my top, all-time top Kennedys. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know. Okay. Uh, panel one. Quite, gee, okay. Panel one, John and Liz have changed places again. John is on the left. Liz the veterinarian is on the right. Um, this looks like panel three, basically the same position of panel as panel three of 
Thursday's strip where they're sort of I'm at fine. the I'm edge of the Chris, examination Chris, table. Chris, uh-huh. Chris, I'm fine with that. Okay. Um, Liz the veterinarian is apparently taking Garfield's pulse. She is holding <laughs> like his wrist just above the paw with one hand and looking at her watch with the other. <laughs> I don't think that's a thing veterinarians do. But I really like that she's doing like this. This is possibly the funniest thing that has happened on Garfield all week, that she is taking a cat's pulse as if he is a human. Chris, I don't know. Did you did you did you mention that there was dialogue in this? No, no, I haven't got to it yet. But but that's great. Right. And Garfield's expression, just like like he's totally blase, like, yep, I'm having my pulse checked. Like this is happening. Yeah, that's a thing. I, I, how did he like? How did they talk him down from the ledge that he was uh, on? I don't know. It, yeah, there's the no last continuity from like, yesterday at all. <laughs> they've switched positions again. Yeah. The the woman that he referred to just yesterday as a quack who John Arbuckle should not <laughs> listen to is taking his pulse, and he's totally okay with that. Uh, John is, is leaning on the table with a kind of just call a that really a, weird a, look. A wolfish grin. Fine. I think yeah, he looks wolf, wolfish, wolfish grin in panel one. Um, yeah, he's the wolf at the door. Mm-hmm. He, he says, tell me, Liz, haven't we met somewhere before? A rice patty in Hong Kong? Many things to say about this line. Number one, panel one name drop. Number two, he switched over from calling her Doc to calling her Liz. Number three, that's that's not what's wrong with that. Are you no, saying I didn't that's say inconsistent? It was a bad thing. It's just of note. We talk. That's oh. what we do on this podcast, John. We talk about Garfield. It's like it's not exclusively. We talk about things of note. No, I would I would argue with it's that. It's not exclusively things we don't like about Garfield. Sometimes it's just things of note relating to Garfield. <laughs> it's a, he's been referring to Liz the veterinarian as Doc, and he's just switched over to call her Liz. Okay, but you, uh, you, you the only reason I took issue with that was because you introduced that by saying there were many things to say about there, this. And there like are, in there are numerous of things thought, of note. But, um, okay. I, the implication being that they were all negative. Boy, well, I don't, okay, I'm not going to argue about that. And 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 then and then after that you said, I want to strongly imply that all of these things are negative. So that's why. Okay, I, I took John, to get us even further off track, we don't know at this point in the Garfield continuity that John Arbuckle's younger brother is named Doc Boy. <laughs> but does that? But he is, is named Doc Boy, <laughs> and does that color? the way we read this week's strips that John Arbuckle oh my God. is referring to Liz as Doc. Oh my God. And okay, so he John called a character Doc uh-huh. this week uh-huh. and then Garfield called John Boy. Whoa, 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 whoa. So we are seeing the seeds of creativity being sown here. Coincidence or conspiracy? <laughs> Jim Davis. Coincidence or lamer coincidence? <laughs> Jim Davis is placing Easter eggs in this week's strip that readers will not recognize for perhaps years to come. Like, when is Doc Boy introduced? (laughs) 
Um, um, hang on. Like, give Jim Davis hang, hang a on, guest hang on. spot writing episodes for the first season of Lost. Wait, hang on, hang, hang on, hang on. First season of uh, Lost, pretty good. Hang on, hang on. Even the second season, I was into. Hang Around on. Three or four. No, I don't want to look that up. Got no, weird. no, thank you. Are you are you looking up the first appearance of Doc Boy? No, I was trying to decide if I wanted to. Because if you're not, there's no. First appearance Chris, of I'll, Doc I'll, Boy. I'll I'll see you in another life, brother. Let's see here. Why it's in fandom? Uh, let's see personality appearances. Hmm. Looks like maybe his. Uh, boy, does this. Okay, look, John. I don't want. Yeah. I don't want to. On this, I don't want to use this platform we have to air the dirty laundry of the Garfield <laughs> fan community. But I must say, the people who write and edit articles in the Garfield Wiki, Garfield.wikia.com, bunch of hacks. Yeah, look, I mean, they really. You've got you've got a category called appearances. And it only covers the TV specials and seasons one through four of the Garfield show. How on earth do you not say the character Garf the character Doc Boy first appeared in the canonical Garfield strip on such and such a day? Chris, maybe the whole wiki is just about the show. Like that could be a thing. Wow, that's no, it's not. Um Okay, and this, you know, I'm going to take some of that back. I still feel that they should tell us when his first appearance was. Uh, number one, it's possible they do, and I just haven't scrolled all the way down this article yet. <laughs> uh, number two, I really appreciate this bit of trivia. Uh, the character Doc Boy has appeared 59 times in the comics. <laughs> the John, do you want to know? Do you want to know uh, uh, where that places him in terms of like most appeared most appearances by a character? Uh, I'm gonna say more than Grandma. I don't. I'd have but, to look up Grandma as well. But less than Arlene. So you don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to try a number. Like a rank? Yeah. Yeah. Well, how many? How many are there? I mean, well, you don't know, do you? Well, no, I don't. But if you tell me how many there are, are, there are I, can, I mean, they haven't even guess. told me how how many there are. But okay. I don't understand what I'm guessing. Okay, guess. it says he has appeared 59 times in the comics, the 27th most. That's not very much. Yeah, I'm surprised by that. I'm surprised that there are 26 characters who have appeared in the Garfield comics more than Doc Boy. I could name quite a few who have. I mean, clearly Garfield, Odie, John Arbuckle, Lyman, Liz the Veterinarian, Nermal. Irma? Irma, perhaps. Some other family members, maybe, mom and dad. But... I rec I, I kind of feel like around a dozen, I would run out of characters who I feel, who I would have guessed, <laughs> have appeared in the comic more frequently than Doc Boy. Arlene's definitely in there, Oh, right? yeah. Arlene is definitely in there, yeah. for sure. Um, But 27, like, wow. I need to research this. I, I really feel like, okay... I do like that there's this uh, um, uh, sidebar on the right with the whole 
Arbuckle <laughs> family all written in there who are the, you know, the cousins and the aunts. There's a lot more than I thought there would be. <laughs> like a lot. We have a lot of Arbuckles <laughs> coming our way over the next 38 years. Um, but yeah, I, I need to research this some more. I wish they had a chart of you know, which characters have appeared the most. Maybe there is somewhere, but there's no link to it here. Um, John, it's... Chris, it's Chris, it's becoming increasingly difficult to hear you over the sound of the insects having sex where, wherever you I are. I do apologize for that. John, I'm, I'm broadcasting from the insect sex chamber <laughs> in our home. Um, I, I assume that's really loud on the recording. I can actually barely hear it. It's, it's hard to know. I don't think it'll be too loud no. on the recording. Um, John? Is it a good year for cicadas? Is it like a big cicada? Oh, it's been a great year, year for cicadas. They've had, <laughs> they've had uh, a fantastic summer. Tremendous, Tremendous year. Tremendous. Each and every cicada has given 110% this year, John. Cicadas are an example of an of an insect that's being recognized more mm-hmm. and more. You know what I love about cicadas, John? It's all team. It's all about what can we do as a group of cicadas. The cicadas are not asking, what's in it for me as an individual? They say, how can I help make summer evenings in Kansas City noisier? <laughs> By having insect sex. Um, John, getting back to the irrelevant thing I was saying, the character Doc Boy, who I stress does not appear in today's strip or any strip <laughs> this week... It's apparently based on Jim Davis's real-life brother, David, Doc Davis. Hmm. So there you go. Panel two, Chris. Are we, are we seriously <laughs> only on panel one? Yeah. I kind of figured we had finished and we were just, you know, uh, shooting the shit for a while before ending the program. We do, we're only on panel, panel one? Okay. Panel two, panel Chris. Two. Panel two, Liz oh, the right, veterinarian. Right. John, okay, John, before we advance hmm. to panel two, can we just make note of what, like, what? A rice patty in Hong Kong? What on yeah, it's earth a really fucking does weird thing to mean? Say. Like, number one, Hong Kong is a major metropolitan area. It's not like <laughs> it's just rice pot patties. It's like skyscrapers and luxury condominiums. It's also just kind of random and, and like... What is that? What? Is that a thing people said in the 70s? Maybe it's a reference to like a movie or something. Is it a pickup line? Yeah, I have no idea. Okay, so but panel two, you were saying like, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I was, I was. No, you make a good point. It's a weird thing to it say. It is a bizarre non sequitur. Like I, I want to say that it's like a racist thing to say. Yeah, it's, but I, I can't. I don't even. I can't even make sense of it. This to me is very much like our experience Monday with what appeared to be Jim Davis's transphobia, but like. Like, <laughs> there just wasn't enough context there to clarify how he was being transphobic. This, similarly, right, right. I feel like he's being racist, but there's just, I need more information. Like, like, like if Liz were, you know, like, of Asian ancestry or something, uh-huh. like, it would seem like a kind of a weird racist thing for John to say. To say True. <laughs> Did we meet in Hong Kong? I don't know. Uh, I don't know, but she's not. John, so I'm, I'm Googling Hong Kong pickup lines. 
and I'm really not coming <laughs> up with anything about rice patties. I think it must be a specific reference to something. Yeah, I mean, wh- like, what the hell? I do not get it. I do not get it. And now I'm looking at, like, top ten cheesy pickup lines for every country in the world. There's just... I. I don't get it. I don't get it. We have nothing to do now but move on to panel two. Chris, the number two Google hit uh-huh. for Rice Patty in Hong Kong. Uh-huh. You want to know I what do. it is? I do. I do want to know what it is. Okay, let me click on it. <laughs> Wait, you didn't know what it was? <laughs> no, I just thought I wanted to see if the click through was had more humorous context. No, it's just this strip. <laughs> On, a, on on what looks to be a different uh, website that houses all of the Garfield strips. Oh, well, that's worth looking hmm. into. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I um, cannot find any context for this bizarre yeah, non sequitur that came out. Like of I want it to be Man. something Humphrey Bogart said at some point. You know, or something, something from somewhere. Like Inspector yeah. Delacroix said it in that movie. Right. Yeah. Bo, Bo Brummel of, of mentioned the LaCroix. <laughs> uh, Liz says, look, jerk, I'll be the vet for your cat, but I won't play Fall Guy for your stupid lines. Understood? And Liz is, uh, I wouldn't say aggressively, but assertively pointing at slash poking at John Arbuckle's chest. She does not seem at um, all aggressive to me, but she is like, like, there's a little bit of, hey, back off. Well, I, I think I think being a woman, I think asserting herself means that she's being a bitch. True. True. Right? John I think Arbuckle's that's how it works. Just, he's a nice guy. Why don't women like nice guys? Um Yeah, John John is uh startled by this. I'd call her a gold digger, but veterinarian is actually a, a um you know, that's a good job. I don't think she needs to Well okay, what I, and you know, Chris, you mentioned her breasts before, but they are really weird in this right? panel. Like, <laughs> I mean, and and John, check out, and I mean check out, not in like a hubba hubba way, but like in a look how weird that is way. Check yeah, out her yeah. bizarre hourglass figure in panel one. It's like Jim Davis has sim- simultaneously yeah. never seen a woman. And been ogling women constantly in Bachelor Mags. But, like, in this one in particular, like, compare her bosom in this panel Uh to her bosom, you know, the last few times that we saw it. Like, in particular, uh, on uh, June 28th. John, I don't want to to steal any thunder from our new podcast, Compare That Bosom. (laughs) It's it's a completely different bosom. It really is. Yeah, it, okay. Okay, perhaps when she, as you speculated (laughs) yesterday, I think, went off to her office to look at the test results or whatever, perhaps she also (laughs) changed brassieres. Yeah, that could be it. Um, Like, she's changed into her fuck-off-you-asshole brassiere. Um, (laughs) Yeah, she looks... Yeah, like... I really don't enjoy looking at Liz the Veterinarian 
in this week's episodes because I feel like actually she's simul- her bosom looks sorry go on her bosom looks like a butt it does it does it looks like she has a butt on her chest I feel like she's oh, yeah, yeah. she's simultaneously like super ineptly drawn and also supposed to be super sexy and it just yeah oh. it doesn't play it doesn't play it at all. It doesn't play. It looks, does it look to you like in panels one and three, like she is wearing, what's the name of that thing that goes under the dress, but it's like a dress to make your dress poofier? You know what I'm talking about. Like a corset yeah, like, and then it's the like dress a, It's like a wire. Out, like an under, it's like yeah, a chicken wire thing. thing. Yeah. It looks like kind of yeah. like that, right? Chicken wire. Also. Yeah. Like her veterinarian's outfit. Like we finally get a look. We get, we get uh, a little bit more of her sort of uh god it, it i feel skeezy even saying this um below the waist um she's not wearing we, pants we, we get a nice crotch I shot i feel like she should be wearing pants she's at work yeah. she's a veterinarian at work oh chris that's so judgmental but come she's on she's wearing like a white cocktail dress if that's what she wants to wear man i'm i'm not saying okay i I guess I'm you, saying you her, if you're a veterinarian you, <laughs> wearing a white cocktail dress, then you deserve to be fed some weird line about a rice patty in Hong Kong by an inept Indiana loser. No, I understand, Chris. You think you think doctors should dress more modestly, right? Yeah, I mean she's 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 dressed like a trashy hooker. There, I said it. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I just think I think it's a weird. I think I think the way. Let's put it this way. John, did she dress that way, or did Jim Davis dress her that way for his own purposes? Yeah. I feel like the yeah, way you, he is presenting her this you have week a point. is you have weird. A point. You know what? She she doesn't get a lot of, like, different characterizations of facial expressions. Mm. Like, she basically always has the same one. Hey, one more thing about panel two. Oh. Check out her left arm. Does she have a, Pop, it's a super arm. long and stretchy and multiple jointed arm? Like, wait, what? look at her arm no, in it's, panel two. It's just a Popeye arm. It's, go, it's going off the panel. It's going off the panel, like down, and then her yeah. elbow is bending horizontally. And What are you talking about? What do you mean, what am I talking that's, about? That's her right hand that's pointing. What? Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, I guess okay. That's a better reading. No, you're that's right. You're right. That's her right. right. Hand. That's no. Okay, I'm sorry. That's where. That's how how a hand is shaped, Chris. Okay, no, you're right. That's her right hand. I stand corrected. No, it's, I stand it's poorly corrected. It's no. Your your broader point was correct, which is that Jim Davis doesn't know how to draw anything. <laughs> um, I thought you were just commenting on how her left arm, you know, appears to taper inward as it goes into the it sleeve. It does. That's like also it, weird. Yeah, it's a Popeye I arm. I thought the hand and the arm were connected, but you're right. Those, those no, are her left no. arm and her right hand. It's clear. That's clear. Yeah. Anyway, John is is uh, oh, he's right. intimidated by strong women, and he says, "Uh huh." <laughs> no surprise like there. Off. Yeah, not a not a not a surprise. Panel three. He grabs his cat under his arm, the way you carry a cat, like a piece of yeah. luggage. <laughs> when you do not have a cat carrier. <laughs> I wonder when the cat carrier was invented. Was it after 1979? Is that just how people transported cats until the 1980s? It's hard to say. It's hard to say. All the records of the time yeah. are gone. So He says, yeah. so long, doctor. And, you know, he's running off, trying to get out of there as quickly as he can, as if 
John, as if he now badly has to urinate and wishes he had gone after Thursday's show as usual. <laughs> but now it's now too late. It's too like, late. He, can't go he now. has to get all the way to the end of Sunday. <laughs> oh, good. Maybe Sunday will be a reasonable length. Sunday's, Sunday always goes quickly. Um, it's true. It's not true. Um... Oh yeah, to which Liz says, I don't know, I don't think if you said this not. already, but she says, have a nice day. Which, I have to say, that's a pretty good line. It feels disingenuous. Well, it is. I mean, I think you have to read it as her being, her kind of dripping with sarcasm. Oh, okay. All right, yeah, no, I I, agree. I, I, I think, I, I like, I like that interaction in, in panel three. Where she, yeah, I think She puts fine. him in his place, it's... he's clearly shaken, and she's like, have a nice day. I don't know why she's speaking in kind of a John Wayne voice there, but that's that's how she is. <laughs> oh, have a nice have day. Have a nice day, pilgrim. <laughs> Did I see you in a rice paddy in Hong Kong? I do not actually do a good uh, John Wayne voice. John, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast that goes garf, garf, garf all the way home. You can support the program by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. You can leave us a comment when it's in this email. You can leave us a comment when it's in this email. You can also follow us on Twitter at Bing Jim Davis. Follow me, Chris Winter. I demand the first on Instagram. I only post photos of my feet. And you can follow me on Twitter at Inscrutable Taco, where I sometimes tweet. Thank you for listening, you bunch of animals. We'll catch you next time.